This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Cool, 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 trap, sunson, trap, sunson, trap, sunson, trap, dunson, trap, Tuni sons to cook him durpotan. Tada stole and durpotan He's busting a move, dude. We're waiting for Jesse Jane to come on. She's uh, her, uh, but Jesse Jane, the uh, Hall of Fame adult film actor. Hey, that song might be They are for sure gonna get kicked off of YouTube already. Uh, so, Jason. There you go. You know what? It's like I always have like an idea of how I want to start, and then he just like fucks me up. Jason, I don't even know if we have rights to that song. So they might kick us off on YouTube already. Can you hear me? He's putting his headphones on. Oh, God. If anyone uh, can send Jason medication, uh, this podcast would probably be... No, I'm kidding. Do not do that. Jason, hey, Mayhem, can you hear me? Mayhem. Yeah. There you um, go. I'm saying, I don't know if we have rights to that song you just played. So they might just end up kicking us off YouTube because of that song. So, uh, Worth it. So, so thank you for starting and ending the podcast. Uh, or You're telling me that you don't think that they're going to let us use this song? for the And then the show's just going to start right here? I already started. I just well, started. I already did a dance, man. Yeah, Give me kid from kid and play on the phone. Uh, he's coming at one o'clock. We no, have- how about how about the production value? Did it go up a smidge? No, it actually was worse because <laughs> <laughs> now now like we're gonna probably get demonetized this episode because you just played that song. But anyway, what do you mean edit that part out? And it's like a damn '90s techno song. Yeah. What, what happened? What happened when that there's a uh, there was a thing on YouTube where there was a meeting with like um, a Reebok meeting that you showed up and jumped on the table or something. I didn't. What, what, no, that was EA. That was EA Sports, I think. And me and Mo the Wall were there. What happened there? Oh, that was hilarious, dude. Oh, bro, <laughs> like game programmers are like funny ass dudes. So basically, they pulled me aside during the EA meeting. And they're like, hey, ma'am, will you just fucking go ham on a guy, like, cuss him out and, like, tell him you want to fucking eat his soul? Like, they use gamer terms. I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't really understand. But I screamed in a dude's fucking face. He took it like a champ. He's like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Big fat game, game grump. 
Uh, it's because they gave your guy like low stats, right? They be, yeah. they gave your character yeah. low stats. I was like, this is how you feel. <laughs> this is how you feel. What um? Uh, yeah. Wait, you know, it was it was an Oscar award winning performance, in my opinion. No, a lot of times I think that like uh, you give yourselves Oscar award winning performances, but not when you're supposed to be acting in stuff. Like for and like the real sports interview, like you're like I'm gonna. Give myself an Oscar award with you. No, 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 no. I literally won an Emmy for that. Okay. So, yeah, that, yeah, was that wasn't at the ceremony, okay? And I didn't actually take home the trophy, but I feel like I did my job. Right, but it wasn't an acting. Like, so it's sort of like you're just doing acting when you are. All the world's a stage, my friend. And, you know, maybe you'd look more theatrical if you think this way. Maybe, or maybe you'd, uh, uh, say it. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I, don't want to say it. I hear you. You know what? Like, <laughs> you could say it. You're fucking racist. <laughs> racist. All right. Why do you have a gi on? Oh, you know. I mean, I, I just feel like I never have my gi on, and I just, you know, need to remind y'all. I still don't understand how you got a black belt coming uh, after being a year and a half. What do you mean? I was already a black belt. I, I mean, mean, just further my knowledge. And discipline. But it was a week after getting out of jail. You got a second Oh, degree. a week, my ass. Like, bro, listen, you won't let the truth get in the way of an exaggeration. Okay. How long was it after? Because it seemed like it was pretty quick, for real. It was like, what, six months, three months? Oh, you were months? Yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a considerable amount of time. That's awesome. Well, good for you, man. I, that's awesome that you, went, like, you left and went right back into training. That says a lot about you and your... Well, I was training the whole damn time, but just doing what I could with the circumstance that give me, you know? I think about that, man. I think about like, sometimes I wonder, and, and not to, I don't want to put you down. I obviously have the greatest respect for you. And I, and, and I think- Sometimes I wonder, does it ever end? You get so mad at me when I go out with my friends. Are we going to get demonetized for that? <laughs> no, because uh, that was really terrible. First one was actually professional. Right, um, sometimes I, I, I do wonder how certain guys, achieve so much in uh in like jujitsu and be so disciplined like guys like you or let's say war machine or whoever else and then their life and then their life falls apart because like you got to be so disciplined to, to get to that level of, of second degree black belt you know i mean you, this you, is true this just, is true keep some praise on myself no, discipline. it's not just a talent it's not just a talent you know like you have to seriously uh, there's so much character that gets developed while training like that. Bro, the grind is the grind. Like, you know, to get good at martial arts, the reality is <laughs> you have to put the work. Right, but when you so, were like, going you through You can't your, just watch the videotape one time and expect to like... But when you were going you know, through that crazy part of yourself, when you, when, you, when you kind of flipped out, Jason, were you still training? Man, yeah, on and off. Like, I tried to keep in there. But the reality is when you just like go off the grid, it's hard to like maintain like a you know uh, tight training schedule. You know what I'm saying? So you were going like I mean you're going three days a week, five days a week, it just it eventually became once a week. I mean how what was while you were going through that, how many days a week were you were you going to the gym? But uh, you know, I try to maintain a semblance of normalcy, maybe five days a week. Wow. I know, and then you know. She tried to go two days hard, one day off, you know, e even through the dark times, I kind of kept it up, you know. That's it's like fucking impressive, for real. I mean, that's honestly because a lot of times even 
when I coaching, and I don't, don't want to bring it all back to middle school wrestling, but no, no, when, 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 when a kid flips out or when a kid quits, he just quits the sport. Like he doesn't keep coming back or his parents withdraw him. They go, he's too out of control. But for you to like have your entire life out of control, but still doing two hours a day rolling and teaching. Yeah, something, yeah. I mean, it's pretty impressive. Like, for you, real. There's some of, strange times, bro. There, there were some strange times that, that, you know what I mean? A little bit of too much of that Joe Rogan, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, where, where training got very experimental. Like, one time, uh, one of my fighters, I threw him in the pool. And then I threw, like, heavy objects in the pool while I beat him with a stick and a boxing glove on the end of it. Okay, hold on. I, I, okay, there's like, you're training a guy and you're at your house training? Yeah, yeah. And you're, t you're teaching a class. No, 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 no. We did pads. We did hand pads for a long time, right? Then I, I threw him in the pool. Then I threw a desk. A desk. A metal desk in the pool. You trying to kill and him? Then, no, no. I threw it next to him. And then I made him drag it out of there by himself. This was, uh, you were trying to teach him that you have to be able to overcome all obstacles, including- Be calm under stress. That was Especially your- Especially when someone's hitting you in the face with a boxing glove. Okay, and you weren't worried that you might murder this guy? Yeah, undoubtedly. But look, nice guy Rick came out the other side even stronger. I mean, it sounds like uh, the, the Cobra Kai, like when he puts those kids in the, in the uh, cement truck. Cobra Kai never died. They're so stupid, by the way, because the, the people who make Cobra Kai are, are like amazing. Like whoever came up with that concept is brilliant. Wait, are you talking about the YouTube series that is our direct competition and Perfect. we will not let them overtake us? Way, you are the best YouTube way, show on YouTube. By the way, Jesse Jane's uh, Zoom isn't working. So we're, 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 oh, we're oh, for that. big surprise. No, I talked to her on the phone. It, we talked to her. It really wasn't working. Uh, what she's. So we may not have her today. Uh, but what I was saying is, so Cobra Kai, it's brilliant. Because when I first heard they're redoing the Karate Kid, I was like, come on. They did it with Will Smith's yeah. kid. They did it with Hillary Swank. How many times are they going to ruin this franchise? Like, it's enough is enough, right? I was like, enough. And then when I saw it, I was blown away. I was like, this is awesome. This is yeah. hilarious. This is what everything that I want pinned to be like. It was just amazing. Then I saw the second season. Still great. Maybe not as great as the first season, but still, I loved it. And left on a cliffhanger that you're just like, what the hell is going to happen? But they put it out a year and a half later now on YouTube Red. I don't even want to – I cancel my – I don't care about YouTube Red. I don't know one show on that fucking thing except for Cobra Kai. It was that good. I was keeping my thing going because it was that good. And now everyone's home during the quarantine. Nobody has shit to watch. Put it out. Put out hey, I got a, hey, I got an idea. Why, hey, I got an, I got an idea. If you'll calm the fuck down, Adam, <laughs> just for a moment, all right. Since everybody's at quarantine, everybody's stuck at home. Why don't you like send that sizzle reel or whatever you call it about you know uh, the pin to everybody in the fucking casting, uh, everybody on the cast list, everybody on the producer list, everybody on the writer. Uh, list and see if they can like polish that turd for us. Well, 
<laughs> I understand your thoughts. I, I, and, I, and I've been putting it out there on my own. Like, hey. No, no, I'm just saying. Literally, no, Google everybody on there. Go on Facebook, right? I know you could do it. You could just stay focused. Pause. I'll do it with you. And just send pinned to all of them and see, look at the potential here. Look at the potential you, here. I'll, I'll tell you why I'm not going to do that or why I thought about that. And I'm, I'm kind of ahead of you. Because A, people are like starving right now and dying. So it might not be the best time in for like, hey, I know that like you're losing all kinds of work, but can you put this out? Number two. What are you talking about? The, the, the show, the the show is an underdog story. I know. The show is an underdog right. story. It's a feel good. We I need, we need I that now, Adam. More than, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. Number two, nobody in the industry is buying shows right now. Like Hollywood is shut down. So even if like we put it out there, nobody right now is going to be like, oh, I want this on my network because there's no fucking, nobody's in their office right now. Yeah, but bro, 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 when have you been afraid to annoy people? All right. You know what? <laughs> like suddenly, it's like totally on brand for you to do an annoying email oh, blast. You're not annoying? Bro, I'm the most annoying guy that I know. I fucking can't get out of my head. I'm stuck with me. So... You know, like you, on the other hand, you, you're one of these people. You can be annoying. I know I can be annoying, but you're one of these people, Jason, that like, I think about more than most people. My wife looked at me and she's like, you're not like this with any of your friends. Why is, why are you thinking about this guy? I go, there's something about this guy that Jason, that like, he, he just becomes like, I care about this guy so much, but he drives uh-huh. me fucking crazy. And yeah, he makes, yeah, yeah. Then you make me laugh when I confront you. Even when I call it, yeah. you're like one of those dudes that like, even when I'm mad at you, you like twist it and then I start laughing. And, yeah. uh, and I think that's, but anyway, uh, my wife's like, she's like, I think you're in love with Jason. I'm like, I go, I, I love Jason, because, but he's, he's a fucking, he gets in my head. Like, yeah, it's not even man crush Monday yet, is it bro? Because I, I appreciate you're my man crush. Appreciate that. You're you're not my no man. for real. Is the is the is production value shitty? Adam Hunter. I'm trying to make this the best damn show alive. I mean, I look better than Wing Dog. That's for sure. Looks like a fucking pervert right now. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. I do understand though why you why you blew up the way you did. I mean, you became the number the most famous fighter in the world. I know, like uh, overnight, and it was a little bit too much for a young ham to but handle. It, but it wasn't an accident. It wasn't an accident, yeah. just so you know. No, we're very likable characters on this show. Degenerates, yes. Likable, definitely. Meanwhile, Jesse, I don't think Jesse's going to come. I think she's going to be, I mean, she called up. So I have so many stories. I actually stayed up like all fucking night. I couldn't sleep because I, I had so many things I wanted to like talk to her about because uh, it says the, I put the ID in and nothing. It says a download should start uh, and then it kicks me off. Wait, you stayed up all night thinking about Jesse Jane, the no, famous porn star? For like so many reasons. I just, my, my kid kept kicking me in the face, uh, yeah. crying. So we took her out, out of her crib and put her in the bed. And then she took a nap too late in the day. And then we watched The Barnyard with Kevin James, that cartoon. <laughs> started kicking me and then I couldn't sleep. So I went to the other room to sleep. Then she woke up without me and started yelling, daddy, daddy, daddy. So I had to run back in and I just I couldn't sleep less. I got like an hour of sleep. Like I just couldn't, you know, what are you going to do? You know what Kevin James movie deserves to be like, like rated 10 on IMDb? What? Not Mall Cop. What? 
<laughs> that, that was the whole thing? That, that's what it was. All right, so uh, you want to try it again? Right. Here comes the boom. Really? But will you rate it higher? Will you, like, use your IMDb Pro page and, like, bump it up to, like, an eight? I think it deserves an eight. I think it deserves the eight. No, I think it deserves a nine. No, no, here comes the boom. Deserves a 9.5. Hell yeah. 9.8, wait. Here comes the boom. Can it get a 9.8 on IMDb? What about Rotten Tomatoes? How does their tomato meter go? Is it like, if it's green, is it bad? Or is it good? If, it, if, it, if it's green, it's bad. Okay. About and then, okay, so we're red, but how much percentage is good? Is a low percentage good or a high percentage good? I think it has to be like 70%, 75% is good. What? Dude, my wife. I think so. It's, a, it's a big task, but I think we can do it. 75% on tomato, tomato rated. Yeah. All right. So, all right. Uh, update on the, the feud between Sheena Starr and Gambino. Oh. No. So there's what a happen? No. I got to be mentally prepared for this, Adam. So, What's the beef with Sheena, well, Sheena Starr? Sheena Starr and Gambino are still going at it on Twitter, uh, on, on, on my Instagram page. But there's a new player in town called uh, Jenna Savage, who I guess is the Macho Man's, related to the Macho Man somehow, maybe. Jennifer Savage, she's three and three out of Tennessee, and she really wants to beat the shit out of Gambino. Uh, she wow. hates Gambino. Um, sure. Uh, Gambino so, has just been fucking wrecking shop all over town. Nobody likes her. Except so the her girl says, kid. this girl, she says she wants to be exposed. She, she's racist and she scams horny dudes. And she said, I can see how nobody would want to give this chick any more airtime. I'd fight that bitch in the street for a corn chip. So, a this, corn chip? What the hell is that? So this is I got macho. plenty of Fritos, baby. This Come on macho. over. This is the Macho Queen, Macho.Queen on Instagram. So she's entered the whole, now she wants to fight Gambino. For a corner. That was the uh, new player has so, been selected. Because Jesse Jane isn't coming on, uh, which she can't figure yeah. out soon, Hector Lombard is now coming on. Oh, oh my God. But nice. He said, he said he'll only come on if he could talk politics. So. Hell yeah, baby. Okay. Uh, <laughs> by the way, by the way, I, after that podcast with Sheena Starr and Ashley Gambino, I tried so hard to find the topless pictures of them that you said they were sending each other and posting yeah. online. Like, I could not find them at all, dude. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people got mad at us for having them on, but other people loved it. They said that it was like Trailer Park Wars. I guess that was the... I, <laughs> I, I liked it. I thought it was entertaining. Hector Lombard, how are you? So here's Hector Lombard joining us. Uh, uh, he doesn't even have, he had his mute button on. Hey, your mute button is on. Push <laughs> connect to audio, bro. <laughs> God damn it, Hector, I can see your mouth flapping, but I just need you to push the button that says microphone. Yeah. There he goes, connecting. <laughs> Hector! Lumber is connecting. Not connect to audio. I think we got it. Hector, you hear us? What's going on? I can, even though I can't hear him, I can still hear him. Um, yeah, me so, too. Me too. Uh, it says, Wind Dog, what do we do? 
I don't know. It said it was connecting, but now maybe yeah. his phone is on mute yeah, or silent. Bro, he's fucking with us right now. No, he's not fucking with us. Devil. He's definitely <laughs> fucking with us, bro. He knows he what he's doing. About, he just he, wants us to look at his handsome face without fucking saying a word for the next, I don't know, three to five minutes. I know he's a big fan of Trump. Uh, he hates Bernie Sanders. He was happy today that Bernie uh, left. He doesn't like Joe Biden. Uh, he thinks that Trump is handling this really well. Hector. I think he walked off the Wi-Fi, bro. This show, you know, we're, we're the best. This is what happens, right? Okay, I booked too many guests, right? And everyone's like, too many fucking guests. I can't hear it, blah, blah, blah. Just get fucking two guests, right? So then I booked two guests. First one cancels, can't figure out Zoom. The next one has no fucking audio. And then we don't have a show. It's like, I can't fucking win, okay? I can't win, I'm trying. Uh, I try, I wanna have, people seem to like the show. They say, Adam, this show's getting me through the quarantine. Why do you have a mouthpiece in? Like, this is the whole thing. When Wean Dog is the most sane person on the show, you know, now Hector's frozen. Uh, like, this is all, what's going Handsome on? Handsome devil. Three to five minutes, we're going to keep it. Oh, and it's out. Okay. Hey, Hector, back. Can you hear us? What's up, man? Hello? Man. Hector. I can't hear you, man. Fuck it. Fucking Trump. Motherfucker. That's yeah, like Apple. Oh, he's putting on the headphones. There we go. Hector. Can you hear us? No, he has to push the button to enable the microphone. They were just watching this. Yeah, right, come the out. Push the. Oh man! Touch the screen. Connecting the audio. Oh boy, here we go. I don't know. Okay, here we go. Hector, what's up? What's happening? There we go. Yeah. What's going on, Hector? How are you doing? During... How are you, man? How you doing? How are you holding up? I'm good. Good. How are you? I'm good, man. Congrats on the bare knuckle box. Uh -huh. Congratulations, man. bro. We haven't talked to him since then. Oh, my dude, man. Where you been, man? Bro, I've been hiding with the candy like a monkey inside a piñata, hoping the kids don't get through with the sticks. <laughs> why, you, why, you, why are you hiding, man? Bro, you know, it's just like the internet, you know? And so we're all here on the internet. So and that's all that we can do. So I, I, you know, I decided to like wear my gi today. You know what I'm saying? As a jujitsu man, as a real jujitsu man, you know, you know Hector okay. Lombard. So Hector, congrats, oh, yeah. congrats on your bare knuckle boxing win. That was awesome. Did that fight go? Yeah, I, I was out of I was out of the game for almost two years. You know, so. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay to win distance. I was I was expecting to get another fight, but uh, you know, with this coronavirus. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're we're all fucked else. over right now, dude. Yeah, no, Hector, I, you know what? I'm glad you said it. Hector, what I like about that fight though is that you know he was outpointing you in the beginning, but then you came on strong and you were the aggressor, and they rewarded the aggressor because. I like that about bare knuckle boxing. You were pushing the fight and you got the win. But the guy was tough. Yeah. Yeah. Are we, are we talking about politics? Yeah, let's talk about politics. Yeah, I know you want to talk about <laughs> Oh boy. Okay, let's talk. So I know you're a big Trump supporter. Uh, Bernie Sanders dropped out. Were you happy, Bernie? Um, yeah, I was, I was going to say that I'm super happy about this communist. It's out of the race. It's a fake liar cat. 
<laughs> you know? Hey, aren't you from a communist country? Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I lived it, and I know what it's like. And I know these guys, they lie till they get in power. When they get in power, they don't do shit for anybody. Take a look, take a look, Maduro, and take a look at the people in Venezuela. What they do, they get fatter, they get comfortable, they buy tunnel houses, they buy tunnel, whatever you want, they have it. But the people struggle. The people in the street had no place to stay, had no food. It's crazy. And he want to implement that system here in America. Are you stupid? I'm like, I'm like, I want to kill the motherfucker. But I'm like, like, I don't. Wait, but what do you say? Like, okay, so how was Fidel Castro seen in your country when you know yeah. when you were a kid? You know, like this is this is. I want to explain something to people, okay? Yeah. And especially the people that doesn't know what you know, the communist life is, because I lived it. Yeah, education is for free. But you had no books, and you had not even a place to sit down, okay? Medical system is for free. But you go to the doctors, you don't even have a place to be on. You don't have a bed, you don't have um, anything, anything. You had zero. So you 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 rather die than go to the hospital because you're gonna die there anyways. You know they quote it like, oh, you know the medical system is for free. Okay, I get that. But if you get sick, you have to fix yourself because you don't gotta get help, you know, from the government. There is nothing out there. You're talking about and, America, right? No, no, I'm talking about Cuba. Oh. <laughs> I'm talking about Cuba. There is. Nothing. When you go to the hospital, there is nothing. They never, they never gonna be able to. Hey, bro! You. One time, one time, the the cops called the ambulance, but but it was not my blood. It was someone else's blood, and they charged me two thousand dollars for that. Oh yeah, like if you're a tourist, they gonna they gonna charge you. <laughs> I'm talking about in America. I'm not talking about Cuba. Have never been to Cuba. Hector, you were worried that you were to Cuba. You were if Bernie won, it would be more. It would eventually America would turn back in the, into uh, Cuba. I definitely believe, like, if he Bernie Sanders, something that was that was never going to happen because that guy's delusional. And besides that, he's an idiot. He's so dumb. You know, like, like I don't even understand how far this guy was. He never got down anything in the system. Why would okay. you say he's dumb? Well, you mentioned me something that he ever did as a politician. Besides complaining and, and talking about other countries and talking about Cuba and Venezuela, that he was going to give free education and, and free medical health care. Yeah, that sounds good. But where are you getting the money from that? Somebody had to pay. Like, for example, I'll put a sample. I'll put a sample out there. Um, Australia, Canada, all these countries, right? Yeah. You get you get paid, you get you get paid, let's suppose you get paid twenty dollars, right? By the end of the week, you get you get paid twenty dollars. Almost half of that money is gonna go towards the government. Okay? You don't get that here in America. So I don't want the government telling me what to do with my money. They and then they're gonna take half of your money, okay? 
They don't do that in America. And then they got to say, like, okay, this is go to uh, hospital and this is go to uh, some government, whatever they want to call it, whatever they want to do with it. I don't want that. I want to take care of my money. I want to, you know, choose what hospital I'm going to go to. Yeah, yeah, I, want, yeah. I, want to do, I want to do it myself. I don't want the government put the money in my pocket, put the hands in my pocket and do it. So you think, wait, wait. So you think that the problem with communism is that all the people at the, the top of the communist game, they yeah. they keep all the money, right? Exactly. They they rule for you. They gotta be the overrulers. They gotta yes, be, yeah. you know, like the king of the castle. They gotta be on top, telling you, telling you what to do. You yeah, know, yeah. do that. You know, we have so much freedom, and we have so we have a so good. People had no idea. Yeah. You know, I come from a communist country, and then besides that, I live in a system where the government is basically the one that called the shots, Australia, mm-hmm. and now I live in America. We're never going to have a system like this ever again. You know, we never, in, in, you can bet on that. So what, what do you think about this? What do you think? Of, I was thinking this way, like, we just like have Walmart, like buy all of like Wyoming and just like have Walmart, like have like an army there. You know, like they have their own Walmart army, right? And they have their own like Walmart water. And then they have their own Walmart, like, you know, discount uh, KY jelly. I I feel like, uh, I feel like that's the way uh, to solve communism. What do you think? I, I think it's worse than that. I think the communist is like the worst that uh, any human being has created. Yeah, it's great. It's great for the people at the top, for the people that runs the you know the system. Yeah, yeah. it's great for them. I know. It's, yeah, it's great. It's great for Castro. You know, Castro has. I will tell you, you know, for facts that I already you know it got to me. He has over eleven bank accounts in different countries. He has one in Switzerland. And how the fuck this guy has a, a Switzerland account? In Swiss bank, he has $1 billion. Oh, my God. Yo, so Hector, how the are fuck? you, are, wait, are you stealing this guy's identity? How did you have his no. tax return? No, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how. Hector, what about Bernie's argument that the 1% in America controls everything? Oh, that's bullshit, don't you know? Listen, 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 put it this way, okay? This country, this country was built by an entrepreneurs and by people like J.P. Morgan, Rockefeller. This country was built yeah. by this panicky, Not all these slaves, you know, yeah, big know. corporations, right? They push it and they make our country what it is today. It's not built by, you know, so and so and so. This country was built by people like you and I with great ideas that push hard and it got to the top. Ford. And, Mo- you know, you never like Ford, you. Like Ford, you. Ford wasn't a rich guy. He just had a great idea that he pushed it forward and he came out with a great car. It's not like, oh, oh you God. know, we don't have a shot. We don't have a shot at it. It's like people like you and I. This is America. God bless you, Hector Lombard. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck yeah. I fucking love America for that reason. You know what I'm saying? And you see millionaires, like, they didn't born rich. And they become rich. Right. Like, for example, like, the guy from Amazon, he wasn't rich. Of course. And now he's rich today. No, That's I, what I, I admire. Uh, I admire that kind of thing. Uh, I don't know about that one, though. 
And they just got rich. Okay, what about the guy from Ring? The guy from Ring, the guy who invented the Ring. Now he's a billionaire. Yeah, yeah, touche. No, yep. Shark okay. Tank. Shark Tank passed on it. What about the social media? For, uh, what about all the sharks? None of the sharks are right. they, born rich. There are None of the sharks born rich. My God, bro. Parts of socialism that might work, though, like like healthcare for everybody, or stuff like that. I mean, there are. Can oh. you choose certain parts that you think would be good for people? Say oh, again. I mean, aren't there parts of socialism that could work? I mean, let's say. I mean, it. it, it doesn't, we, we, we have that here. We we have that in America. We have we have the social system, and we have also the capital. Like you know, they allow you to go out there and you know, come up with a great idea, come up with a great business, and build it and fucking cash from it. You right. know, don't fucking tell me that I cannot do that. I came to this fucking country to do that. I came here to fucking become a rich, but I didn't come to steal money from anybody. But right. don't you fucking tell me that I'm allowed to be rich. Don't you fucking you that. tell me <laughs> that I'm allowed to. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm referring to that fucking <laughs> Like it pissed me off that prick. Like saying like, oh, you know, the rich people. The rich people oh my God. beauty and love to this society. Now, I'm gonna, put, I'm gonna put one more example, okay? Yeah. When Obama was a president, a lot of companies left. Okay, yeah, a lot of fucking companies left. Imagine, imagine if he, this motherfucker would become a president. You know, it's pretty easy for all these companies like Amazon, like Google, like all these big corporations. They gotta take the shit. They gotta get out the fuck out. Like for example, Amazon has five hundred thousand employees, right? Right. You know, those five hundred thousand jobs that he has here in America is gonna. Flip it, and it's gonna go to whatever the, he pleases no, to go. I mean, and it's gonna have all, all the employees over there. It's gonna be a fucking mess. Guess what? Who's gonna suffer that? It's gonna be America. No, I Nothing. agree. You're right. Look at look at the mass. The fact that we have to get masks from China for a pandemic that started in China is fucking crazy. It's it's crazy. Yeah, and, and, yeah, it's, and, and this is something that Trump has been saying since day one. We cannot depend on China. We depended too much in this fucking Chinese motherfuckers, you know. <laughs> yeah, we do, you know, we do it in China. What the fuck, man? Don't we have a lot of South American countries that can produce the same shit? They can manufacture our shit. Places in America, places here that could produce the same stuff. Exactly, exactly. But you know, Trump has been pushing for that, and every single time they say something about it, there you go, some stupid Democrat is gonna call and and, and say, like, oh, you know, you're a liar. Or, you know, you're stupid. Let the guy run the country, man. You know, and that's what pisses me off. Whatever the guy says, you know, there is always somebody that's going to go and say, like, oh, you know, if he closed the border, it's a racist. When, before, if when he closed the border, that's fucking racist. So I wanted to do it. He actually did. He actually did, you know, way before anybody. Otherwise, it would be a lot of people sick here. So what's your favorite propaganda outlet? What do you mean? He likes source. He's like Fox. Oh, my bad. I mean, news source. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, what what channel do you watch? I watch Fox. If I have to watch the news, I will watch Fox. Yeah. I got you. Have you thought about running for office? You know why? Because. No, I don't. Not fake news. No. Why? I mean. Shepard Smith? God, what, what a dope what a dope hairdo. That guy left. Hey, what about. Tommy Lauren? Oh my God! That's Tucker Carlson. Who's that? 
He likes Tucker Carlson, right? That bow tie alone, that bow tie alone, two million viewers. He doesn't wear it anymore. Yeah, I like Tucker. Yeah. I like, you I like know Tucker. what? That's, uh, because, that's because I went to his house and I stole all his bow ties. Yeah. You're going to make a debut so at the let, next press let conference. Me ask you, let me ask you a question, Jason. Because I know you're pretty much liberal, right? Kinda, I'm pretty sure you... I'm pretty sure you like you are a Democrat. I don't know about all that. No, I'm kind of purple. You know what I'm saying? Wait. In the middle. <laughs> Me too. Oh shit! I lot of pros up. You guys from California, okay? I've been like in California, Nancy right? Pelosi and all these guys. Yeah. Right. See, we're having different arguments, okay? Because listen, I, I can argue with you, but we're having different arguments. Because when you bring up Nancy Pelosi, I mean, I'm like, okay, she's the she's the one in power. I get it, but the whole paradigm needs to shift. Everybody is a damn corporate stooge these days. Let's just be honest. Like the establishment wins. There used to be three propaganda channels: ABC, NBC, you know, and CBS. But now you got a million work. different ones, right? And the best one, Fox. I mean, I'm just talking. I mean, it makes me want to fucking get a red hat. Every time I see a red hat, I think about buying it straight they off the damn face. Fox has better characters. They, they actually, they, they- What do you mean? They got the best, bro. They got the best. It's the best, the hottest show in town. All right, let's change a little bit. Let me ask you a question. Let me, let me ask, okay. No, do you, think, ahead, you, like, that, do you think you all won that fight, Romero against Izzy? I, I don't know, he probably didn't, didn't do much. I mean, I don't know. You could go either way, but I think like, uh, um, yeah, he stayed there for too long. I don't know. All right, another thing. Do enough to. We, we, we were talking about sparring, right? You're notorious for being the hardest guy to spar against. You go a hundred percent all the time. Uh, it, it depends. It depends. It depends. Well, every fighter that I know, with who? Every with who? Know, it depends on who it is. What does that mean, Hector? It depends. Are you because or are you not a dick in training? Uh, what's not? Okay. Like, I disagree with you on that. Like, if you're cool with me, we, we, you know, we're cool. But if you try to fuck me up, I gotta, I gotta defend myself. Oh, yeah, bro. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Askren said that he, he had just got into MMA and you tried to knock him out in sparring. Bang Ash can never have balls to spar with me. The only thing that we did was grappling and assuming they right. So what he's talking about. We oh. never spar. I never spar with Bang Bang Ask. So if he said that he's a liar, oh. he's straight up a liar. And then No, I can tell you that bro. you know, I don't lie, I don't lie to no man. And if he said that he ever spar with me, it's a liar because he never spar with me. He never wanted no, to how did you do grappling with him? Yeah, I submitted a couple times, but you know that's what all we did was uh, grappling. That's it. We didn't ever do anything else. With what front choke? Who is that? Well, did you get him in a front choke like a guillotine? Uh see, I got a couple of things. Uh, yeah, I got a couple of things. Uh, I heard you. Anyway. I heard you broke somebody's jaw while light sparring, shadow boxing at the beginning of practice. Lie. That that didn't who? happen. Mention me who. Lies. Lies. Can I? Uh, well, yeah, tell me who. What about Steve Montgomery? Steve Montgomery. Steve the Weasel. Hey Steve. Hey Steve was going hard on me, so I said, <laughs> like, you know what? 
I stopped a couple of times and said, like, dude, are you serious? Are you going to do this? So, you know, it is what it is. We're hard. But he was going hard on me, throwing knees and shit. I was like, damn, dude, got a fight coming up and you're just doing this? All right. Hey, listen, it's inspiring. You know, you've been there. Yeah. You know what it's like. Yeah, well, you no, like, like, but you've never felt Adam's power. Yeah, Adam, Adam, uh, from his house, he throws a right hand, and I feel it over here, bro. Honestly, it's amazing. I hit my, the other day, I was punching my heavy bag. It fell down. It fell off. Then I realized nice. it was right. But uh, just <laughs> that's, that's the Bernie Sanders line. Hey, <laughs> hey, man, I haven't met you, man. Who, who are you? We. Uh, who, me? Is, uh, I am the producer of the podcast. I am also a fellow Republican Trump supporter. I'm the, I'm the Trump nice correspondent. You this podcast because we need a big diversity of political opinions here so that's me nice to meet you bro like, i just wanted to the whole josh barnett thing with you and barnett that happened people are saying that like, what people said that you fucked up that you guys went you got a brawl it was like an hour and a he, half fight he tried to bully me and i don't get bullied by no man and look listen you can kill me but i'm never gonna give up yeah i'm telling you that for the fact i fear no man and you better kill me. And I told him the same thing, motherfucker. I know it's scared of you how big you are. I'm gonna fucking fight till I fucking die. Prick. And, and that's what happened. But yeah. I know it's scared of no man. I I'm believe, scared of no man. I believe it. Uh, I, I mean, oh. I, I'm scared of you. Uh, you, you you're like, oh, I'm just, no, you're I don't have to bring it up, but I'm saying like, George Bannett tried to bully me. And, and that's what happened. We just got into a, a big going on. And, it's what it is, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what, like Hector, 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 like, I think, do you think it's just your personality to like, just be fucking Hector Lombard? Like, no, I just, I felt, I felt like, you know, honestly, like, uh, the way I grew up and the way yeah. that my mind is set up, it's like, uh, humans won't respect a person that don't, you know, they don't have a heart. You have to have a heart. It's like an animal kingdom. Oh, you know, like I have respect for all these animals. I see like, you know, when I watch, you know, uh, History Channel, and <laughs> when I watch animals, animal channel, all that. I see these animals, they fight fucking hard. And you see like they have no skin in the face. They keep fucking fighting to the die. I respect that. Right. What's your favorite animal fight? What's your favorite <laughs> animals to watch fight? I, I do like lions, and, and you know, and let me let me mention about the lions because <laughs> the other day, wow, this is how people hate on Trump. It's amazing how people hate on that guy for no reason. Nah, so, no, no, there's a reason, you know, bud. There's a reason. Okay, let me, thought, let me because because, because the other propaganda channel doesn't like him. So they hate on him. Why? And then that, that trickles down, that trickles down mostly to you guys because they want to make us divided. Where if we feel differently about certain things, that the blue team wants me to hate the red team. And then the red team makes sure that I hate the blue team. Yeah, but people so, don't like certain things he did. I mean, the fact that when he locked those kids uh, in cages, away from their parents. Oh, fake news, please. fake news, fake news alert, fake news alert, fake news alert. Yeah. I don't know, man. Kids in cages, that oh, always yes, happens. Thank you, thank you. That always happens. Yeah, to you. This is, this, is what, this is what it bothers me. What it bothers me, listen, if he, I won't get into an argument if he, I know 
what I'm talking about. Right. I would never gonna get into an argument. Whatever you ask me, like history, religion, whatever, whatever you want to ask me for, I won't get into an argument if I know, if I don't know what what, what the fuck I'm talking about. Right. There is people that hate Trump, and they say you are you asking why you hate the guy. They say like, oh, he's racist. I'm like, bro, give me a break. Do you know like this guy way before when he was building his towers over there in, in New York? The first people that he employed was women and black people. Look it up. You have Google. You can look it up. When no other at that time was employing women and black people, he was employing those. Other those, side, those other side I'm, just, I'm just playing devil's advocate, Hector. The other side will say that back in the day, he didn't rent to black people. Him and his dad were not renting to black people. Look, listen. If I, if I know for the fact that you're not going to pay my rent, I will rent you, regardless of what color of skin you are, yeah. okay? So if I see, like, whatever race you are, you don't got to rent. You don't have, you know, you don't have, like, the paperwork. You're like, you know, when I ask you in the bank, hey, are uh, you going to lend me the money? The bank says no. Just because I'm black and the bank, say, the bank says no to me, they're not going to lend me the money to buy the house. Is the bank racist? No. It's just he knows that you don't got to fucking pay my rent. <laughs> so you're so you're you're not you're not advocating racism. You're advocating like moneyism for sure, capitalism. I advocating I advocating I advocating real real facts. I advocating real facts. And talking about race, I'm so fucking sick. Like people all talking about race. So like for example, like John Jones go pull over, right? Or any black uh -huh. people get pulled over. Uh -huh. If you black and you get pulled over. Oh, he pulled me over because I'm black. I'm like, dude, fuck you. Like, the, the cops had the duty to pull you over regardless of what fucking color skin you are. You know, it doesn't matter what color skin you are. He's just got to pull you over because he, whether he can pull you over because he want to. Because he whether was he can pull you over. John Jones. Oh, oh. Yeah, he was shooting. Well, you know. John Jones says he was helping out the homeless. And that's why he was out that night drunk with guns. He was, he was trying to visit yeah. the homeless. Helping them out, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I was just kind of like I'm saying, like, what the fuck, you know, like the people bringing, and, and this is what's happening. It was was what was happening when Obama was the president. Like every single person was coming out with some different fairy tale stories up there. Oh, uh, I don't like this statue because this statue uh, reminds me of the racial issues that we have. 200 years ago. Well, yeah, like, Robert E. Lee fought so that men like you would still be farm machinery. So I can see why they want to tear it down. Come on, Hector. Come on, Hector. If you weren't a world famous, listen, if you weren't a world famous fighter, if you weren't a world famous fighter, and you were working a scythe in Cuba, right? You know what a scythe is, right? Chopping wheat. I think you wouldn't want that statue up there. You know what I mean? Why not? Well, it's part of what happened to me. It's what happened to me. Times have changed. Times have changed. And, and that's not even what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is, like, they want to remove statues from people, like, uh, you know, like. From the me. Civil War. Yeah, people, like, you know, they 
they, they deserve to have this title. Okay? And they want to remove it. Why? Because... Uh, I'm because... Okay, because, wait, you're an immigrant. You're an immigrant, okay? But a lot of black wait, people wait, wait, who are wait, American... Wait, 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 hold on a second. We are all immigrants. That's a good point. You know the Indian? Yeah. You know the Indian? You know the Indian? So I am an we, Indian. We, I am an Indian. You know what? I, I, I definitely an Indian. I definitely got some Indian blood I mean, in me. I'm a miller. If we want to say we're all immigrants, they're immigrants too. Oh, shut the fuck up, bro. You weren't here first, my boy. You just said, listen, listen, Jason, you Look, said you're gonna it yesterday. Make, you're going to make me cry. You said yesterday. That was a whole Africa different day. Africa is a cradle of civilization. I know. Right? We're all cousins. So all. everybody's from Africa originally. So whoever nah. showed up in fucking North America, they're immigrants too. I mean, nah. if we use that argument. Well, right now, we're not letting anyone from Wuhan in this country. I'm sorry. But uh... <laughs> why not? <laughs> but, like, can we talk a little bit about China, mate? I'm fucking mad at the Chinese. Man. All right, please. We might as well. You know, I figured you like them because they're so communist. Hold on, hold on. Let me, uh, oh, let me get. Come on. You know, one thing that I hate the most. Aren't one you... thing that I hate the most is communists, bro. I yeah. came from there. I know what it's like, and I don't want to even remind. But if America was communist, would you like be okay with it? I wouldn't be here. Where are you gonna go? I would I would stay in Australia. All right. And well, what if they become communists? Would you move okay, from you Australia? Know, oh yeah, I, I would run. I would run whatever whatever is not a communist. I mean, I don't see the communist is gonna be uh, that much longer because it's even even China, even China. Let me let me explain this to people. Okay, it pisses me off and bothers me when a person comes to me and say like, "Oh, look at China, they're socialist." No, you moron. <laughs> China, China is not a fucking socialist. They fear from us. Okay? They become yeah, I see you black belt. They they fed from capitalist countries. Yeah, well, okay? you know, they, I, from, they they produce stuff for 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 America, they produce stuff for all countries that have a different system. And they produce it for them, and then the so-called socialist is a bullshit lie. You know what I like about yeah. this country, Hector, is that a guy like you can come from Cuba and become a huge Trump supporter and say whatever he wants, and that's what's beautiful about this country. That's America, Everybody baby. Goddamn thing. Because me like these motherfuckers are over fucking Democrats. I call them the Democrats. <laughs> right? Rats at the end. They wanted to change my fucking thinking. Like you, you want to what, dude? You gotta, you gotta just tell me who to I choose to vote in Shada. Are you kidding yeah. me? I what happened, bro? Why, wait, wait. Are you saying that Che Guevara waterboarded you and then tied you to a class and kept your eyeballs open and just fed you communist propaganda from the age of three to the age of twelve until you moved to America and became a secret double agent for the Cuban communist government? <laughs> oh, my bad, my bad. Sorry, man. I, I just spun I, off. I spun I totally off that. Respect. I mean, there are a lot of people. You know, a lot of people assume because you're Mexican or because you're Cuban, you're going to be a liberal. You're Democrat, and I think that it's actually it's the opposite. I think most Cubans are for pro Trump because they know how bad it was in Cuba. And you, and I want to, I want to, I want to educate a little bit of your audience, right? Yeah. Obama was the worst that ever happened to this country. 
Okay. Uh, even to the Cubans, even to the Cubans, all right? Uh, let, me put, let me put something up there for Cubans, all right? Remember when Cubans could uh, swim and touch and you're allowed to stay? Yeah. Remember when Cubans could bring uh, uh, a, more, a small little boat and cross and touch U.S. soil? And I'm set. Remember that? Remember those days? Yeah. Guess what? Obama took that shit from the Cubans. All Cubans should have hated that motherfucker. It wasn't Trump. It was, and you know how, you know, he did it a few weeks before he fucking took off office. That motherfucker piece of shit. Another thing from Obama. Really? He did that? He, Obama did that? Really? He made, a, he made a law saying you couldn't, once you land, you couldn't. You, no, we had, we had, we had, as Cubans, the dry feet, kind of like the touchdown. Yep. Uh, if you are a Cuban and you touch U.S. soil, you are allowed to stay, period. You are allowed to stay, period. He went, it's like, no, I don't like that rule. I remove it. He remove it. So Cubans now are fuck. Thanks to Obama, that fucking prick. Tyler, did Another you thing that? that Obama... Tyler, no, not many people know that. that Obama did that? Not many people know that. Did I know what? That Obama did that? Dude, Obama does so much fucked up shit, man. He's done so Obama, much shit. Obama, Obama kicked out more immigrants than any other president in U.S. history. Obama That's killed two, Amer one. two American citizens in, dry, in uh, drone strikes. Well, bro, Obama, the shit that Obama did, the shit that Obama did, bro, it was terrible. But, but knowing, crazy, like, bro. oh, we know there are American citizens here. Fuck it. Drop it anyway, because we need that guy dead. Hector, like, so Tyler is a brown belt jiu-jitsu. He's a, uh, a uh, Marine. He's a fighter. And also a Bernie yeah. supporter, right? You, you were going to vote for Bernie, weren't you? I was not going to vote for Bernie. I'm a libertarian. So who are you? Well, he looks like he looks like he's got uh, he's got the right the right thing. So I don't see a guy like him. We vote for Thank Bernie. You. Only a crazy motherfucker. We we vote for Bernie. I I would have voted. I voted for uh, Gary Johnson in the last one. Yeah. And Tulsi, right? I was a Tulsi. Yeah, I was a Tulsi fan, but she she went early. I mean, she didn't have a chance. But I was still a Tulsa fan. Uh, to, to, uh, I, this is one thing that I said to a lot of people. I even posted on my page, but then because she was a Democrat, I just didn't want to have something to do with her in my page because I'm a fucking hardcore Republican, right? Yeah. I post a picture of her. I actually it was a video of her. And I said, like, this is the best that the Democrats have, yeah, the I, best one. I agree. And, and I was saying to myself, I was saying to myself, man, Tulsi, man, she got her shit together. Yeah. But she wasn't part of the establishment. Right. Well, here's the thing with Tulsi is like, so they, they continuously talk about, we need to have a candidate that can reach the Trump voter. We have a veteran of, of war twice. We have the uh, female box checked off for the liberal side. We have an sure established politician, but they don't want to count. Like they don't want to count her as legitimate. It's ridiculous. No, I don't, I'm sorry. Sure that could have grabbed Trump voters and brought them over to the left, and they fucking axed yeah. her. So man, turn, that, turn that music back, man. Come on, man. 
Where this this fucking crazy guy? <laughs> You're fucking out. Cuban national anthem. What is it? Putting that shit the Cuban in? national anthem? Look, I needed Hector to get like in touch with his homeland. That hey, that is like public domain. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, if listen, we Hector. get kicked off of YouTube for playing the Cuban national anthem, that's fucking racist. No, I think we should be good. All right, listen. Oh, Hector Lombard, God bless you. You're living my fantasy. Oh, we got we got kid from Kid and Play here. Uh, the the great kid from House Party, uh, class act, uh, one of the greatest actors, uh, rappers, comedians, has no marijuana. Ain't gonna hurt nobody. Uh, 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 Ain't gonna hurt nobody. Have you typed in your own reality show yet or no? Me? No, uh, Jason, you, you already have one. He oh, shut it down. Do you have your reality or no? I have my reality. Bully Beatdown was a reality show, right? Listen, Hector, we got to have you back on the show. <laughs> Hector, we got to have you back on the show. Uh, talk policy. Jason, 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 oh, Jason listen, please. I had man, no answers you do. to the argument. Oh, listen, wait, today, wait. Today. So listen. Yes, so you, you do need to... Wait, you do need to open up. This is out of topic for politics, okay? No, no, no. You but do it's need... all politics. It's all politics. But I'm, I'm, you, trying no. to get your, I'm trying to get your angle. I'm trying to What's get you to angle? convince me. I don't know. I don't know yet. Man, I don't think you know yet. What? Let me finish. Let me finish. I'm listening. So I want you to do your own reality show. Yeah, all right. I know you're going to make it, but you have to do it. It's not being like, it's not being like uh, on, on the podcast and shit. Say no more. Go up there and fucking. Say no more. Quit the podcast. <laughs> Quit the podcast, okay, Adam? No, listen, you know. We got, listen, you we got know. a legend. We got a hip-hop legend here, okay? I want to talk to Kid and Play. Hector, I love you, man. God bless you, Hector Lombard. God bless you, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hector, I love you my too, new bro. favorite fighter, bro. Oh, my God, man. I'm about to argue with you that next time. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So we got kid from Kid and Play here. Uh, one of my uh, favorite people. One of the nicest guys. Oh, man. Uh, kid, how are you holding up during the quarantine? Uh, we're cool, man. You know, we're on lockdown. I'm here in, um, I'm here in uh, West Hollywood. So uh, me and my girl just been, uh, you know. Hustling. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just, um, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Kind of taking stock, chilling, watching a lot of TV, writing, smoking, drinking, arguing. You know. Let's talk about because these are these are the days where you and your lady start to really, you know, start getting on each other's nerves. Wow, for the board. My wife and I, like, I was like, I don't know if this is working out, uh, but I think that's oh, normal. Oh God, I'm pretty sure this is normal because we made up. Yeah, I'm I'm quarantined separate from Nora, so it's uh, it's yeah. pretty easy. Somebody I'm hiding in a bunker. Like, I'm hiding in a Walmart bunker. Yeah, yeah. So Chris, a friend of mine. I got a friend of mine. He's a um, he's a doctor. He's a surgeon in um, in Indianapolis. Cat I went to high school with, and so since the thing jumped off, you know, he's logging crazy hours. You know, you know, with doctors and nurses, it's like every 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 hand on deck. You know. Yeah. So it's to the point though when he comes home. 
he got to come in the back door. He got to drop all his clothes at the back door. Like, he got to get butt-ass naked. Leave his shit here, disinfect that. And then him and his wife, he got married a couple of years ago. Him and his wife don't sleep together. She on one side of the, the, the crib, and he's on, you know, he's on another side. And that's just, that's just how they got to play. They, they put a fucking line down the middle of the room like a wacky, zany comedy? Yeah. I don't, I don't know something like that, but you know what I mean? They, but they right. definitely, they definitely uh, keeping their distance because, you know, he's a, he at the hospital like every day coming in dead up contact with that. You know what I mean? The, you know, I guess the rest of us can kind of do our best to kind of avoid that, but. Probably using the paper plates and shit. Did, wait, wait, did Plastic you just say dead up contact? Yeah, dead up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> what do you mean, bro? Like, language I mean, says I mean, a lot. I mean, what do you I mean, mean, dead up? Where are you from? Up. For real? Are you from Indianapolis? No, nah, I'm from New York. Adam knows Why this. You... When somebody says something and after that they say dead up, yeah. that means, you know what I'm saying? That means pay attention. <laughs> no, no. Dead up. So you know you're talking to. So Mayhem uh, is a, a former fighter. was in the okay. UFC, fought in pride, uh, hosted a show called Bully Beatdown. That was oh, I heard of that. I heard of that. Yeah, uh, that's a hot ticket. wrestling together, and he also is a, a, a Marine um, and a teacher, teaches jiu-jitsu, and an actor as well. Just did a coach. Uh, hey, so, but in, so. in, in, a, in a fighter's heart, is, is a fighter ever really a former fighter? No. You know, like, aren't you really always a like, fighter? I'm always like, two jabs. Unfortunately, I'm always two jabs. It could pop two up. Two jabs like, away. Two jabs away. I, it's like Adam. Adam's always a wrestler at heart. Like so, he'll he'll fold you. He'll he try to fold another comic up. With I seen him. I seen yeah. him talk about Perfect. doing. <laughs> yeah. Have you have you how many fights have you been in your life, Chris? Um. Wow. Very few. Yeah, kid, don't get in a fight, bro. You're I would too say cool. You did. Like what you're time? fucking that guy, bro. Like like how can we, man? You can't like you, who's know. trying to fight him? All right. Listen. Oh oh, listen, I listen, heard. Listen. Wait, listen, listen, real quick. A few years ago, I took, uh, I went to a concert out here at the Hollywood Bowl. We went to see uh, Luther Vandross back in the days when he was still alive. You know, slow jam. I took, um, uh, I took one of my baby mamas, the one that lived out here. So right. we went, and you know, we were having a good time. We were drinking. Maybe we were getting a little too loud. And there was this dude. This dude jumped up. He was like, he, he you could tell he was, he was obviously like a gay dude, like very, very flamboyant. And he was like, and he was, you know, he started, you know, he told us shut up and all kind of stuff. And then we were like, cool, cool, sorry, sorry, you know, you know, we was getting a little loud or whatever. So we go on, and then we still drinking and carrying on, and then da da da. And he jumped up again, he, and he jumped up to our level. He was below us. He jumped up to our level, and he, you know, him, me, and him was face to face. He got all in my face. He's like. Man, you motherfuckers can't try motherfucker do the You know what I mean? All like in front of my girl and shit. And then so then I just said like pow like that. <laughs> 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 All right. You committed a hate crime. I caught him, I caught him, I caught him. Man. Well, I mean, you know, he was you know it was a, he was all like, like I'm gonna wait till he hit me, then it'd be like, yo, you see that dude punch kid <laughs> at the Luther Bandrew concert. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's rare, man. You know, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a fighter. Like I'm a good pointer. You know what I mean? Right. Like yo, man, beat that nigga. I mean, uh, I, you know, I've known you for years. We've been friends for years, and I know you as a comic. But I mean, the fact is, you were the first 
hip hop start to cross over into movies. I mean, you, I mean, except for the Fat Boys with Disorderlies, uh -huh. one movie where you got, you, Kid and Play was, I mean, House Party. Dude, huge. One of my favorite. That House Party 2 was great. Class Act oh. was next level. And, and don't forget, don't forget the public demanded House Party 3. House Party 3. <laughs> Wait, counts. I did not know that happened. Wait the fuck. Bro, what? That's a news alert oh, right it now. it happened. <laughs> this just turned into a promotional materials, bro. Oh, man, I can't wait to see that. What was the funnest part of, like, shooting it? What scene is the most fun, bro? Because I know, like, you got a producer's eye. Well, you know what? I mean, I mean, you know, we all have kind of, you know, experience shooting stuff. And, and I think for me, just, like, the fact that we were all... You know, we all, a lot of us started out together on the first house party. A lot of us, for a lot of us, oh, it was our first time. movie. Yeah, it was our first movie, first, you know, decent paycheck. Um, we were all kind of looking out for each other. And those, those relationships have kind of, um, you know, stayed true over the years. So when we came back to do another house party or a class act or whatever, uh, it was almost like a, you know, like a high school reunion. You know, everybody yeah. from, you know, from the Martin Lawrence's yeah, and the yeah. Tisha Campbell's and the Full Forces and the, the different directors and stuff like that. So didn't you uh, fight him? No, mm -hmm. no. But how did how did Kid and Play get discovered though? Like how did how does that happen? How did two guys uh, that are rappers get the house? Well, like, how does that we, happen? Well, we grew up together, uh, Adam. You know what I'm saying? We grew up together around the corner from each other in Queens. And so what what people ended up seeing uh, in the movies or videos or what have you was like a, a, a true and real friendship and, excuse me, and chemistry. I mean, you know what I mean? You know somebody, y'all know, we got motherfuckers that we go that far back with, you know, that's some real stuff. So, you know, we, we always kind of had that bond. And then at the time we were lucky enough uh, to have another good friend of ours that grew up with us that was a great music producer. He had already created the group Salt and Pepper and he had made them big stars. So he just kind of, you know, brought us along after them, we used to open up for them all the time on the road, and you know things started uh, things started breaking for us. So I mean, What's that, you, know, you got to be talented, but you got to be lucky too. So you know, I think we were lucky, you know, that we had each other and that we, you know, we had some people in the game already. So uh, you know that helped out a lot. Now I saw some of your pictures because I had no idea. Like, I mean, I knew Kid and Play was huge, and I, I loved the songs. But then I saw like you guys toured with with uh, NWA. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, and I can't think Woo! of like, NWA was like the hardest group, yeah. and you play was like fun music yeah. that you could dance right. to, and like right. they were the, they were the hardest, and we were like the pussiest, right? <laughs> nah, nah, y'all were like LMFA motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like the first version, the first version. I like those. I like those. Of course you do. What is the thing? I'll tell you what, I learned a lesson because I can remember this is, and this is way back. This is back in, um, this is back in 89. This was actually the concert um, tour that they covered in the movie Straight Outta Compton. That tour that they was all going through at the time. They just didn't show us because I guess, it, you know, it kind of threw us off. They, bro, you know you, that would have been a nice, that would have been a nice, yeah, I jumped to y'all fucking right. ageless technology afro like this high, bro. Fucking, right. uh, 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 Box stop, but let's just get right. it ridiculous uh, right. next time. But the, the thing is, though. I just think that, particularly for that movie, 
Yeah. You know, just showing that Kid and Play was also on their tour doesn't really help their hardcore ah. narrative. You no, know but no, but for a true hip hop fan, you'll be like, ha ha, yeah. these dudes no, were no partying doubt. and fucking ba 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 you know? But this is what people don't understand. Back in those days, groups like NWA, we toured with them, we toured with Public Enemy every year. A lot of times what happened was these groups would come and seek us out because they needed us to kind of balance the vibe. Yeah. Because the hip, you know, some of the cats and the powers that be at that time were like, they were, they were cool on rap. They were like, ah, oh, Public Enemy is violent, NWA is violent. But then they would come and say, oh, no, man, we got a kid and play on the show. We got Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. We got... And these guys are all our friends, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I know Dr. Dre. Like, I know Chuck D. Chuck D would call us up personally, you know, because he knew about the balance. He's like, you got to come on a tour. And there's a ball the fog and a ball the floor. And it's all the more. And I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. When Chuck D call you up. Adam, when Chuck D calls you up, you gotta go. We gotta get on the tour and win them more and more because them crackers wanna give us a ball. <laughs> like, okay. right. What was that? What was Easy E like? Oh, Easy E, let me tell you something. Easy was a real nice dude, but to be honest, on tour, on tour, on a tour like that, we didn't see Easy a lot because Easy was fucking everything. He <laughs> fucked the most out of everybody. He was like the yeah. president on that tour. It was always moving him from room to room. He was smashing everything, <laughs> which, you know, which probably turned oh out to be, God, you know, easy, easy. his demise. But, yeah. no, he was a really cool dude. Um, you know, he, we had met him a, a couple years earlier. And once again, he was another guy. Obviously, his stuff was on a gangster tip. But, you know, look, we all supported each other. Like, you know, gangster Who's the other guy? We made. But, I, you know, I support their right to make it. And the fact that we all could get together and perform and, you know, we yeah. all kicked it together. Oh my was there God. ever like a hardcore rapper that was like, man, fuck these guys, kid and play, blah, blah, blah. I'm, you know, I'm Terminator X or something. Was there, you ever run into that? Well, not him because, not him because he's a sweetheart. He, he's, yeah. he's, uh, he, he's a great guy, uh, Terminator X. Um, but yeah, you know, there were like some minor scrapes and beefs. You know what I'm saying? Not, nothing that really, you know, um, uh, there was a time back in the days where we had gotten into a beef with, um, with Luke. Luke Skywalker. Life crew. And he, yeah, and you know, oh it was it was it was a misunderstanding, but then it, it escalated. And he made a record about us, then we made a record about him, and but then we ended up squashing it. It was so it was real stupid. We had a lot of mutual friends. What was it that about? Would, like, man, it was just, you know what I think Luke thought that we were trying to um, distance ourselves from his kind of rap, like we was on some TV show and we didn't like he, we didn't defend him and his right to, to his satisfaction. So he was yeah. like, you know, you know, da 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 da. So he, he, he made a record, he talked shit about us a little bit. Then we made a record about him, talked about him, the troubles that he was going through at the time. <clears throat> and then he came out, him and his boys came out, <clears throat> excuse me, with a record after that. And the record was called Pussy Ass Kid and Ho Ass Play. <laughs> oh. I don't know, man. After I that, know, after that, joke, I was like, bud. I mean, I'm sorry you doing it there, homie. I'm sorry. But yeah. after that, I was like, all right, we got to squash this, man, because we can't make no record like that. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to lose this, this rap battle. Cause mm. What was that Tupac like? Man, Tupac was really, really cool. Um, we, we first started rocking with him. He was um, Digital Underground. He was a, a dancer, you know, used to 
carry crates, you know, kind of an all-purpose duty kind of guy for Digital Underground. And uh, this was 1990. Uh, and Tupac, if I'm not mistaken, Tupac was, I think he was like 19, 18 or 19. So he was down with Digital uh, and just a, just a bundle of, of energy. He was one of them dudes like, you know, your beef was his beef. You know what I mean? Like, if you say, yo, man, this dude over there, man, you know, I don't like this dude, or he said something about me. You say, yo, come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's whip his ass. You know what I mean? If if you're, if you're all the groups on the tour, if you had a problem with people like bootlegging shirts and stuff like that, which was typically what would happen at that time, Tupac was just like, yo, where they at? Let's go fuck them up. Let's fuck them up, take the shirts, and take the money, and da-da-da. You know, he was just... Oh, he, it sounds never, like he was a He was always... But in a real, you know what I'm saying? He, he, was a, he was a good dude. He was just, he was, he, he was, he, especially then, he was young. He was, he was emotion first. He wasn't logic first. Logic came later. He is a, and he's a real smart dude. But his first instinct was always, what? Where he at? Boom. And it's I also you feel emotional at times. Jump anybody together? You and Tupac? Did you guys ever? No, well, no, well, I, I will I will say this. Um, there was one time we were in, we were on tour with uh it was Public Enemy, uh Heavy D, uh Kid and Play, Digital yeah. Underground, a couple other groups too. We were this was, this was a huge tour in the oh. early 90s. Oh, okay. And we were in Oklahoma City. Oh, hold on. We was in um we was in Oklahoma City, and somebody, I forgot what group it was, but like I said, typically there would be a problem with cats like bootlegging merchandise outside the, uh, yeah. the venue. So one of the groups, I think it was Public Enemy, they had a problem with some cats, so they was trying to run up, and we were all back at the hotel after the show. So we're in the lobby, you know, everybody, you know, lobby pimping, guys are trying to, you know, jump on, jump on bitches and all kind of shit like that. There's a lot of activity going on in the lobby after the concert. And then next thing you know, motherfuckers come flying through the front door into the lobby, and this dude is running, and we're looking, and I see Public Enemies crew chasing this guy, chasing this one dude. And I look, and I see Pac is there, too. He's down with the whole shit. So the guy runs, he runs through the lobby, he jumps over the reception desk, you know, like where you check in and everything. He jumped over the desk, trying to, I don't know, he's trying to hide or whatever. Then all these dudes, about 20 dudes, jumped over there in him and started whooping his ass. And this is this yeah. is like a beef that Pac did. He didn't have nothing to do with it initially. But, this, you know, public enemy, they but cast it. Like, Yo, I'm with it. Let's, let's, you know, let's go. Who now, as far as like, I, I imagine on a tour like that, there's probably a lot of groupie women and a lot of alpha rap, male rappers there. Did you guys ever compete over, yo, I, that's my girl, don't talk to that girl, yo, she's with me? Um, you know what? T sometimes that type of thing can happen. But as I remember, those particular tours, dude, there were so many girls, like, it's like, come on, like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> come on, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Just you know what I mean? Like, it was almost like we was polite. Like, no, no, please, 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 you, you, you. <laughs> Please, you invade her anally. Please, I'll, I'll catch the next one. Don't one worry, you know, like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, something like, you know what I'm saying? You just be Woo! like, oh, no, 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 my pleasure. Please, don't, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's going, it's going. One thing about House Party was like, there was, you guys were the stars of it. You guys were great. But there were so many hilarious comedians. Like, 
you guys broke Martin Lawrence. Uh, Martin Lawrence was an up and coming star, but after House Party, it was like, whoa. And he was the guy with the bad breath, friend, the bad breath. Everyone just shit on the whole time. But meanwhile, he's, he was that, that was hilarious. I mean, Bernie Mac was your dad. What were those guys like? Oh, Bernie, Mac, Bernie Mac was my uncle. Mac, uh, your Robin dad, Harris. Robin uh, Harris, your dad. Sorry about that. Uh, Robin Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was Robin like? What was Martin like? Well, Robin, you know, obviously Robin, Robin played my um, played my father in the in the in the film. So he and I had a lot of he and I had a lot of time together, a lot of uh, scenes together, and and you know, y'all know how it goes, a lot of downtime while we waiting to to shoot. Yeah. So we got an opportunity to really kind of get close and um and talk about a lot of things. And man, he was great. And and the thing about him was he was so he was still so raw at that time um that you never knew what he was gonna say. Like, like, yeah, there was the lines in the scene or whatever like that, but he had full, you know, permission and full license, you know, from the director, like do what you do, do whatever you want. Like if and and that was a great thing about the director, Reggie Hudlin. You know, he knew coming people coming from the, the comedy world and you know we're coming from the hip hop world. What he told us was, look, this is what we're trying to do in this particular scene. He said, now if you would say it a different way, he said, that's okay. Say it the way your fans would understand it. As long as we get we starting here and we gotta get here. Yeah. If you if there's a way you gotta change it up and flip it and, and make it more to make it more effective, let's try it. Let's try it. He wasn't one of those. And Adam, you know this. You, I bet y'all know this. This and, and Reggie was the writer and the director. And you, I know you know this, Adam. When you're working with a writer, director, sometimes these motherfuckers, you know what I'm talking about? Sometimes these motherfuckers is married to every fucking word. Like, every word is golden. You can't... I've worked with writer, directors. And you're just like, well, you know what? Um, I was thinking about maybe, maybe I'm not going to say it like this. And then, and then the director's like, <laughs> bitch ass motherfucker like like every every word you wrote is a fucking fucking pearl but to me the smart directors you know like reggie Hudson, like spike lee he's famous for that you know there's certain directors like they're, they're so they're secure they're like yo let's try it yeah yeah let's like, try it. If it's, guess what i tell people like that when i when i write and produce music for uh for artists a lot of times i have them work out of their normal comfort zone like shit they weren't really known for doing you know kind of stretch them and see what and then they're like man i don't know man you know especially rappers rappers so like yo man motherfuckers don't think this i said motherfucker i said relax i said let's try it if it's whack we're gonna try it if it's whack guess what we're not gonna do it i'm not gonna have you do some whack shit but you you you've been in this lane for such a long fucking time you and I, and I know you can get up out that lane. I know you can do different things. I know you're, you're, it's, it's bigger than that. But you just keep staying in this motherfucking lane, bro. Let's so try it. Like, so you're doing like the, the, the back kick with the vacuum, right? When you start doing that dance move with the vacuum cleaner, uh, was that in the script or no? No, that, well, that was, that, was, that was play. And that was play. Uh, they, you know, it, it, and basically the instruction was, yo, you clean it up. You know, he you know, he got the music bumping, he's happy because the you know the party's getting, you know what I'm saying? And and then they just let him go. They just let him go and he wanna dance with the thing and he wanna try to jump over his leg and bust his ass. You know what I'm saying? And then you know what ends up happening. The the, the director and he get all the credit for everything. Oh my god, the way you wrote it. It's like, 
Like half that shit wasn't there, bro. Trust me. All that <laughs> when when the bullies was chasing me and all that, I smell, I smell pussy and kick your fucking ass. They wrote all that. Really, the I smell they wrote all that. No pussy. That was the greatest thing ever. They wrote all that. Now, the, now, the, uh, the writer director didn't write none of that. He wrote it real, you know, boilerplate. And then everybody came and said, "Yo, man, can we try it like this?" And he was like, "What?" And you just like, wait, wait, and you just made a song on the movie, right? Well, I mean, we had a few songs in the movie. No, but it was only for that movie, those songs, right? No, no, no. No, no, no. I mean, they came... Bro, I was like watching business videos on YouTube. Doesn't it work like that? Like, if you perform the song and they produce it in the movie, isn't don't they own the soundtrack rights? Yeah, they, they no, they do, but 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 the, people make deals all the time. So huh. some of those songs that that that, for example, that we did, uh, that were available on the original House Party soundtrack, because you know there was a House Party soundtrack, there was a House Party Two soundtrack, there was a House Party Three soundtrack. My God, some of those some of those songs, or even Class Act, Class Act had a soundtrack. Some of those songs ended up on our our, our albums as well. You yeah. just you know you just make a deal. You know what I mean? Like for example, I think. The first um, House Party soundtrack was on Motown. So Motown has to make a deal with our label if they want us to do songs on the soundtrack. You know what I mean? That's, you know, they make a deal. They, they all win. We, you know, so what you was know we make the records and get the least. And they, you know. Yeah, there, yeah. But yeah, at that time, you could be, it could be both. Like, it could be on the soundtrack and it could be on your album as well. What was Martin Lawrence like on set? Martin was great, man. I mean, you know, uh, uh, we all, we hung out every day. We hung out every hey. night. Hey, didn't Reggie get in a fight with them? Uh, house party no. Bilal, remember you? No, no. Reggie, yeah, Reggie, yeah, yeah. Reggie. No, Ma Martin got into a fight with another actor on the set. What? There was a guy in House Party 2. House Party 2, there was a guy, he played my college roommate. He was like a white boy with dreads. Nice. Uh, and he was in a, a rap group called uh, Young Black Teenagers back in the tap day. The bottle, tap, tap the yeah, bottle. yeah, tap the bottle, exactly. Uh, his name was Cameron, and he was a tough dude. He was a tough white boy, you know, like he came up real, real hard. And toward the end of the film, him, him and Martin got into it because Martin was, you know, Martin had a had a, a temper as well. And a lot of people don't know Martin can really fight. Like Martin was an AAU boxer. Yeah, he looks like oh, a boxer. No, oh, no, he could fuck in the movies. Up. Yeah, he looks like people somebody taught how to like box. Could, yeah, no, he could fight. He yeah. could fight. And and so they got into a little little skirmish. You know, none too bad, but. Look, there's, what do you mean, skirmish? Two punches and that was it. Good. Could would someone yell "World Star" today? Did no, no, happen? no. You know what? No, we were all there. Matter of fact, wasn't even there. I, was there. I was there. Play was there. It was like, dude, it was like three o'clock in the morning. Motherfuckers is tired. Motherfuckers want to go home. You know well, what I'm saying? The story that I heard. The story that I heard. And we was, broke it up. We broke it up quick. Yeah, because yeah, uh, Martin Lawrence hit a double leg on the guy, a flying double leg, right? And then he fucking, and then he got the hammer fist like that. And he said, damn, Gina. Yeah, I that, remember, That's the story I, I heard. I remember all of that. I don't remember all of that. <laughs> he was there. Man, people embellished, bro. If it was These like, if it was like that, they should have put it in the fucking movie. Shit. Yeah, like, undoubtedly. Like, <laughs> yeah, some of your oh, co-stars. Get in play. You had some of the most beautiful co-stars. Tisha Campbell is still right. smoking hot. Oh, my God. How oh, my you, God. What are you doing? In real life, did you go out there in real life or no? No, you know what? Um, um, I've been fortunate. You know, the times that I've had, like, um, you know, uh, uh, female co-stars, 
man, we always got along. Tisha and I always got along. Um, I did House Party 3 with uh, Angela Means. We had we had a great relationship. I did um, Class Act with uh, Alicia Rogers. Oh my God, um, that was the most smoking girl ever. I had such, a, she, she had an ass like, like. She was great. You know, you remember her from Boys in the Hood? You know, she was, uh, she was Ricky. Why, why didn't you ask her out? What's wrong with you? Um, you know what? I'll tell you this. I mean, me and Tisha, we, we was always more like just real tight, you know, like brother and sister. And at the time, she had a man, you know, that guy that that, that um she was with all them years, Dwayne Martin. She was with that motherfucker back then. So I was I was on some respect, like I ain't I ain't trying to step to it like that. And we didn't really have to because we had like a natural chemistry together. You know what I mean? You you thought we was motherfuckers thought we was tighter, you know, like on that tip because we were, you know, she's a really First of all, she was, she was way more experienced as an actress uh, and an actor than I was. And so we had a chemistry. That was cool. You're surprisingly uh, gangster. You, you can mess that up. That can, You're surprisingly that can gangster, up. kid. Kid, mm -hmm. can I just tell you? You're surprisingly gangster. Who, me? Bro. <laughs> gangster. Just like, gangster. Is, that, is that Queens talking? You know what I'm saying? That's, what, what, that's what's I need a haircut. <laughs> oh my God, bro. It's there, it's there bro. It's there, baby. Put that thing away. Put that thing away. That shit is too awesome right now, bro. We're just having a chill conversation. All right, man. but what about uh, the girl from Class Act? Because when you guys were making out and she grabbed your ass and like fucking oh, took man. Yeah, that's like, a childhood boner right there. I remember <laughs> that. One. Yeah, nah, we never, we never, we never did nothing. You know what I'm saying? And and I think, I think I that was know, a good. But, that you're, can complicate you, you things, you know what I'm saying? She, yeah, was, yeah. She, was a, she was a good girl, and at that time, you know what I mean? I'm running around smashing everything that moves. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, you, you guys, you guys missed each other. You guys missed yeah, each other. you don't want to yeah, fuck yeah. with me. Like, she's a, she's a, she was a keeper. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. She was a keeper. Oh, my God. Like, Duncan Pinder. But I tell you, I, I will tell you what's funny. Yeah. Um, in Class Act, so play, his romantic interest in Class Act was old girl. From uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Mama played the sister, the yeah. light skin bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Karen Parsons, you remember her? Yes. Remember the silly? Yeah, the, yeah. The silly, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it was mom, right? Huh? Nah, nah. The sister. Which mom? Like, the first the mom or the second aunt Bill? Hillary. Or which one was it? Was Hillary. it? No, Hillary. Hillary. Oh, Hillary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hillary. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Hillary was where, bro? I, I cannot believe that we. I just figured that out. All What's right. her name? What's Hillary's name? Is that who we're talking Karen, about? Karen Parsons. Her name is Karen Parsons. <laughs> Karen. Yeah. So listen. So she's in the movie, right? She playing plays, uh, you know, love interest or whatever, right? And he he caught the bug for her. Like he yeah. he, he started liking her. He's like, yo, I, man, I, I was like, word. But got, but she gave him. She didn't give him no yeah. flavor. Right. Because she likes white boys. <laughs> she like if you. you check her, if you check her resume, all white boys. And that's <laughs> why I told him, and he got, a, he got a little, you know, he felt some kind of way. And I was like, dude, I said, don't feel bad. Like, there's nothing you could have did. <laughs> like, like, don't act like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she, she wasn't considering you from the jump. So don't, don't make it like, you know, you didn't fail. <laughs> you just... Right. Now, you Chris, you, is your is your mom white? Are you half? My mother, yeah. My, she passed away. Oh right? yeah, my mom's was white. Mm -hmm. So you had half a chance. Huh? <laughs> you had half. Yeah. 
that you would have had half a chance with her. What's it like to well, be me? like the lightest? Yeah, yeah. But I knew that. I knew that. I, I, I knew that. I should have told him at the time. But but play at that time, particularly at that time, he was very, very confident. There's no uh, woman that he thought he couldn't, you know, get at. Because and, and nine times out of ten, he was right. I mean, he had a lot of game. But that this one here, he couldn't beat this yeah. game. This, this uh, one was. <laughs> oh, man. You know Sounds like a romance. You've been dating white boys. You've been dating white boys a whole life. I was like, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna break that chain, motherfucker. Recently, you were with uh, Vanilla Ice, Salt and Pepper, Coolio, doing the I Love the '90s. Oh, wow! I didn't see you there. I went to another one, but you weren't on that show in the Staples Center or something, or Forum or something. Yeah, they had, you know, toward the end they had like a bunch of different ones going out. So, but yeah, we were rocking that for geez, like the last. Four plus years, man. It was, what was it that was like? a lot of fun, man. Talk about like a high school reunion, you know what I mean? These are people that we toured with 25, 30 years ago. So, you know, we're just coming back together. We just, you know, we yeah. just happy motherfuckers is alive. You're like, Coolio, <laughs> oh, you were dead. <laughs> you went on the fantastic voyage by yourself. I'm telling you. So yeah, man, those things were funny. Coolio and Tone Loke and uh, Rob Bass and Young MC and Salt and Pepper and in Vogue oh and Vanilla Ice and you know I'm forgetting people with oh, it. Oh, can you can you introduce me to like I don't know anybody? Yeah. Depends. It's like one not, of them. Not right, wanna, not wanna, right wanna, now, bro. Not right now. <laughs> not right now, bro. Or I mean we could have a house party with hazmat suits. Not, <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm saying. And we're just all bouncing around like telly tubbies, and then like you could blow the weed <laughs> smoke down into the guy's armhole. You know what I'm saying? Then, <laughs> now, was it was it hard getting yourself in shape? Because I saw you doing the moves back uh, again. Like, like the, oh. did you forget the dance moves? Oh, all? the knee breaker? The knee breaker? I've, like, well, seen you know many what? people break their fucking knees trying to do the kid in play like an idiot. You got to practice that move. It's not like yeah. oh, you can't one do of, it. One of the things, we, we were fortunate. Like, I mean, we weren't, you know, we weren't uh, dancing. The best at, dance move. I can't believe... I can't believe that I haven't said nothing yet, bro. I'm trying not to melt down, kid. I'm trying not to melt down, kid. I'm trying. Okay. When y'all okay. started doing that dance, right? Yeah, you know what? What Look. party was that, bro? Was it a legendary night, or did you guys just fuck around in the studio and were like, did a fucking no. hey, an ankle tap, ankle tap, back and forth, uh, chicken wing? Everybody knows that dance. Which question do you want to Everybody knows that dance. Know, right? <laughs> oh, oh my God. Well, I'll tell you what. First of all, just that environment that we were coming up in in New York, uh, you know, on the on the rap tip, on the entertainment tip, yeah. um, it was, you know, we were we were brought up to like, you know, you 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 want to put together a nice show, you want to, you know, you want to you want to perform, you want to have the audience be like, oh, dip, da 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 da, and like I said, we came up um, uh, under the 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 wing of Salt and Pepper, who were an amazing group and and who had a lot of success early on, so. In opening for them, we always felt the need, like, all right, man, we got to come out here. But it was just the two of us. You know, we didn't have, you know, money for, you know, backup dancers and stuff like that. You know, we tried some, excuse me, some backup dancers, but that was not something that we could um, uh, sustain, you know, further. So we started doing the moves ourselves. So when we weren't rapping, you know, we, you know, we created these routines and, you know, dude, we're in our early twenties then, man. You know, we got, we got energy for days. We got, you know, we could dance and get on the floor and, and do all kind of stuff. And, um, 
we started doing it in the videos. And then when we started taking it live, we started seeing the, the you know, the response, uh, you know, from the, from the audience live. And we were like, all right, we got to, we got to stick with this. And the audience, you know, look, like anything, we're all, we're all creative. When we, when we create something that people respond to, guess what? They're going to want some more. You know, they're going to want you to continue to take it up a notch or take it to the next level. And so, you know, each time out or each each movie or each musical project or video, we felt like the need to, all right, man, what are we going to, you know what I'm saying? What are we going to do this time? We got to do this or this. So if it's a jump over the leg move or it's doing the kid and play kick step move or it's, you know, sliding between the other motherfucker's legs or jumping up on his shoulders or all the different kind of things that we used to do, uh, you just do them. And, uh, and, and, you know, like I said, we're fun. I mean, but nowadays, oh God, dude, I got the, I got the weed infused cream, uh, every, everywhere, <laughs> man. We got icy high there. We got Bengay. We got an <laughs> oxygen tank on the side of the stage. <laughs> Fuck uh, yeah, bro. Yo, give me a puff. You know Three what I'm saying? Pieces. One night, one night, uh, uh, <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's, but, you know, everybody just gets it up enough to, you know, that people are, are satisfied. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> bro, there's listen, enough to do it once. You're man. Bro, listen, you get it, man, do some MMA, bro. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put you up on something soon, kid, because I want you in, in top shape when you, when you come back and perform. I feel like you yo, got a lot of, you got a lot of show left in you. Yo, where's this? You're doing where's this comedy, island? right? Where's this island that Dana White is talking about? Man, it's off the coast. It's off the coast. Catalina. It's off the coast. I heard it's Catalina. 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 We don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Now, now, kid, um, was there any egos involved? Because, like, I was thinking, like, I heard, like, Vanilla Ice was the headliner of that tour. And I'm like, Vanilla Ice had one hit. Kid and Play had seven. Like, Salt and Pepper had, like, 19 hits. Like, no, Kid and Play had, like, 11. Oh, whatever. Like, I'm, just, I'm just saying numbers. Was there any egos on who should, who should close the show? What, the, in the, these last few years? Yeah. No, not, not at all. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll be honest with you. Back in the days, Vanilla Ice, and he'll tell you this, he, he wasn't, like, he didn't get along with everybody. Yeah. And, matter of fact, we didn't get along with him either. You know, he said something about us. He made a record about us. Then we made a record about him. And, we weren't really that cool back in the days. But you know what? Something happened over the last several years. You were just like, you know what? All that old shit is just so fucking What stupid. lyric did you spit at Vanilla Ice? I did not know this. Just give me one, Barb. Um, uh, you know, it was something to the effect like, um, we, um, the, I made it, I wrote the song like it was a press conference. <laughs> and that people were asking uh, us questions. And then the answer would be in the in the verse, and so one of the people asked. I had the, the, the guy ask a question. A matter of fact, the name of the song was called "Next Question." <laughs> it was on. Um, I forgot what album. One of our albums it was on. Um, and one of the questions was, "Yo, what's up with Vanilla Ice? You know, he trying to you know say he can dance better than y'all or whatever." Because uh, Ice had a record where he said, "I can dance better than any kid or play," some shit like that. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like. The, like drop the music out and everything. And I was like, what? I was like, how do you know this dude, right? So we had it, so that, that, this was our response. You know what I'm saying? We were just like, you know, you know, and it was something like, you know, we know you trying so hard to, you know, get black people to like you and they don't like <laughs> you. <laughs> and we know it hurts. Bro, I'm trying to get black people to, to not like me, but then they do like me. But I, 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 I don't know, I'm like trying, but like, it's not happening, kid. 
feel like all the black dudes like me, bro. It's weird. That's a good thing. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, I would consider may, that a positive. You may, yeah, you may need that in in <laughs> always. I feel but like I you always that. need that. You always need a black guy on your team for sure. I will say this: the the vanilla ice that we've been touring with these last several years, like a completely different person. I mean, and, and we we've all probably he's cool now, right? He's you know cool now. Oh, he was man, a dick back in the a, day. He was, was like pleasure. the hot shit white boy rapper. Was had, you know what I'm saying? And I bet it was a wild ride for his ass. Right, no, I mean, no, 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 you know no, no, what I'm saying. You were in a parallel path, seeing this crazy ass. Because the party vibe back then, hip hop was like a party, like a house party, a party. Like you know, you were at the spot, right? I mean, you know, I'm white, but I've read some books on it, and uh, uh, I feel like that time you guys like had a kind of a party revolution type style, and then the other side went harder. Like you know, you know, and you guys crossed paths with NWA. But like that was, I don't know. There's like a almost a, a different political uh, message with both the bands. This is the thing. At the end of the day, we're we're, we're all, you know, like we're all people. And the thing of it, thing of it was, for example, um, you know, not getting along with Vanilla Ice back in the days, or or being, you know, when they first approached us about touring with NWA. I remember I was out. I was out front. I was outspoken. I was like, hell no. I said, fuck we touring with these motherfucking gangster motherfuckers for, man. I was like, I was I was under the the mistaken um uh, pres uh premise. I was like, yo, there's two of them in the audience, man. We got our audience and they got their audience. I was dead ass wrong. I was wrong. So when we did do the tour, I was just like, well, hold on, these same motherfuckers be in our shows. So it was us and NWA and Easy E and Too Short and the DOC. And you know, and Cube was there, Dre, everybody, everybody there. Too and short was, was on this thing too. Thing. Too short was on that tour too. We talking about oh my fucking god. Uh, JJ Fad, every every and what I, I had to learn that. I I was being like a New York snob, you know, like oh you know, we invented it, so everything we do about hip hop is golden and all So how New York, know. New York, New York, how how New York or do we not talk about notorious BIG? Because you know you're a hip hop head for real. Though, right? You're like the original hip hop head. Yeah, I mean, you know How what? How do you feel about him and New York? I mean, he's one of the greatest that ever did it. Yeah. Um, I didn't know him. I know, yeah, but like talk I about. I did not him, know man. him, but uh, you How know. How the fuck did you and Notorious like at least y'all would have like passed by, you know, and high fived one time at a? I can imagine Biggie just giving you a like just a chubby handed yeah. high five. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I, I think the fact that maybe, you know, I mean, we I've been in the same place with the guy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But oh. I, I, can't, I can't say that I knew him. You know, Never I'm not eye contact. Him, but I, Never I can't say eye that. I knew like, I could tell you, I knew Tupac. You know what I'm saying? I know, I like, know. I knew Easy E. Like, I know Dr. Dre. Like, like I know him. Yeah. Like, I, I, I know him. I, you know, I, I've spoken to them at, at length. And, th you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm getting at the Tupac Biggie debate. <laughs> Both of like, you know, well, that's, like that's, lyr lyrically, who who represents? You know, I mean, lyrically. Yeah. You know, I I mean, you got to go with Biggie yeah. if you're asking me. Tupac, I'm, yeah. but I'm but I'm from New York, but I'm from New York, so yeah. you know what I'm saying. No, no, no. But then, but, but then, culturally, about, culturally, if you talk about impact. If you talk about cultural impact, worldwide impact, that's Tupac. It's not yeah. even. Yeah. Uh, kind of right. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, too. So, Chris, talk to me about a little bit uh, about Kid and Blaze. So you have your own marijuana strain? 
<laughs> what? Of course he does. Oh man, what what are we promoting today, bro? What is Blade, that? Blade, baby. So Yo, what? Is man. Well, you know what? It's kind of it's it's more more than anything else, uh, Adam. It's it's kind of like a, a like a lifestyle brand. You know, it, it's just not about the trees. If if you know everybody got trees, if all you're doing is selling trees, yeah. you're gonna make a whole lot of money. But I, I think it's more like. You know, I envision Kid and Blaze as kind of the 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 umbrella of organization. So there's a there's a trees aspect to it. You know, we released a a strain uh, a while ago called Kid and Cookies that people really dug. But it's you know it, it's this it's the merch. It, there's a musical aspect to Kid and Blaze. Um, you know, and in these days and times, there's even um, you know kind of a, a political vibe to it as well. You know, kind of maybe uh, attaching. Uh, the name and the vibe of Kid and Blaze to certain um, <clears throat> things that we need to, you know, discuss, you know, in daily life. You know what I'm saying? With, with the, however the world's getting crazy. Well, you know, Kid and Blaze feels that, you know, yada 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 yada. You know, on a on a particular issue or a particular um, uh, uh, situation. So, you know, that's just kind of it. You know, what I mean, I, I'm coming out here, you know, living out here as long as I have. I've been, you know, kicking it with a lot of these um, these uh, these weed activists for a long time, people like Todd McCormick, um, and even a guy like Bill Maher has, has been really kind of influential in my the evolution of, of my thinking. What do you so, think about Dave Chappelle? I mean, Dave Chappelle is a very, very old and dear friend of mine, and uh, I think he's... he's Wait, one, you're just going to gloss over that right greatest. now? What the he fuck? Is what he is. Just like casually walked by that you're fucking friends with Dave Chappelle? Come on, kid. Yeah. so cool, bro. Chris, you I'm also, being so cool, Christopher. You also did the uh, the uh, music for um, for Bill Maher, right? For his, his uh, TV show. Yeah, Get out of here. Yeah, we did the um, the theme song for uh, Real Time. They remixed it like the last over the last couple of years. Like <laughs> fucked it up. Like me and him actually got into a fucking argument about it because he let somebody remix it, but. It's still my song. We still I, get paid on it. It, it bumps. And the other one I did was, um, if you remember back in the days, uh, Martin Lawrence's uh, uh, sitcom. My My That was you? Yeah, yeah, I did that too. Kid, how much it cost to get a studio session with you? How much, bro? We're going to talk about it off the air. We're going to talk nah, about it I don't know. I don't know, bro. bro come on. <laughs> I got I got cash. Like a well, listen, Chris, man. Uh, where can people support you? Where can people find Kid and Blaze? Um, you know what? The best thing to do, what we're doing right now, is because I did a little restructuring, you know what I'm saying? I had some people down with me that wasn't really, you know, pulling their weight or just, you know, was, just weren't moving in the same direction. So, uh, you know what I mean? I moved some people out, got some people in. If people just catch me on social media uh, at Kid from Kid and Play, then I, you know, we'll, we'll give all the, uh, uh, you know, the new uh, updates as, as we move forward on uh, on Kid and Blaze. We got, the, we got the merge coming, we got some new trees coming, and... Uh, you know, we definitely, you know, once once we all get up out the house and, and able to kind of see what's what, you know what I'm saying? We'll uh we'll uh we'll try to we'll try to make it happen You're again. Also a hilarious comedian, um who uh I know man man, I'm gonna get to, I know you've been you've been you've been you've been so patient, man, trying to get me over to the spot, man. You know what I mean? But but, you know, a lot of times we were just coming back from out of town from them damn I love the nineties shows, bro. You know, you so you out there you out there slugging it out. Well listen, I wanna come to the next show you do whether it's rap comedy no totally support you yeah 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 hey and the next time you how did that uh trivia thing uh you did how'd that go it went good i gave out a bunch of bottles of wine everyone everyone was happy people need to drink okay. right now 
So yeah, now nah, hit hit me up when next time you do that again. I'll I'll, I'll join you, man. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much, Chris. And uh, that's our podcast. Thanks, guys. Look, 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 look at look at the star of the show. What's she doing? Yeah, right. balling out. Wilding. Yeah. Hey. Hi. What? <laughs> Time flies. Time flies, huh? Look yeah. at that. Look how big she getting. No, I know she's the best. Well, thank you guys so much. Take care, guys. Trap, that's the blast, man. Tunis, sons to cook, chum, dorpo, dan. Tadas, totan, dorpo, da, boro, dan.